Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Please Blow My Mind. My name is Will Fleming and I want to thank you if it's your first time here joining the podcast. Hello to you wherever in the world you may be. I thank you for joining me on this show, the musings of my mind. I'm trying to blow my mind. I'm trying to blow our minds so that we don't look at the world in this oversimplified way. My metaphor is a chicken nugget. It's like not really food, but we've convinced ourselves that it is food. And it got voted as the world's most favorite food. There's something wrong here, team. It's not a real food. And I don't want to be okay with not real food being classified as food. It's not a food podcast, even though this episode is about food. But there's something about, you know, you are what you eat. You are what you think. You are what you say. It gets pretty deep pretty fast around here and that's cool. I like having an area of the internet where we can hang out, where we can talk about complicated issues, where we can catch up and have fun and talk about things that make us think. Wow. Um, Yeah, and if you're part of the fabric around here, I also want to acknowledge you and say thank you for being part of my journey, uh, for backing my podcast and for being open and, you know, willing to go down this road, go down this rabbit hole that we're all in. We are in a rabbit hole, and it's called life. It's called the intenseness of the modern world, you know? And a lot of people will say, oh, what are you talking about? You know, just shut up and do your thing. I'm like, no, we have to embrace whatever's happening, the good stuff, the bad stuff, the bits in between, the uncertainty. It's like we're so certain of everything these days, and... I'm just sick of it, you know, it's too much certainty. I want to celebrate the the little bit of I don't know, you know, and break that down and talk about it. And I think that's how we find certainty is by knowing that it's very uncertain. So there we go. Uh, That was a bit hardcore, wasn't it? But so is this podcast. Okay, this podcast is brought to you by Float Culture, floatculture.co.nz. If you haven't tried floating, what the hell are you been doing? Okay, that's right. What the hell are you been doing? It's sensory deprivation. It's food for the mind. It's taking you back to the basics. Going in the sensory deprivation tank and chilling out is amazing. It's a service that Float Culture offer, and they want you to sign up. They want you to sign up and go and float okay so highly recommend you jump on floatculture.co.nz and check out the team a team is ready for your call right now to book yourself a float do something for your mind go blow your mind in a float tank awesome Uh, i'd also like to give a shout out to my give a little page now if you didn't know i'm raising money for a caravan for those who listen regular you've heard me blah 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 on this caravan stuff making a podcast studio in a caravan so i can cruise around and do awesome stuff so plenty of good stuff happening folks and the best bit hasn't even started yet that is the conversation today i'm not even in it (laughs) that's the best bit about this conversation my podcast today is a snippet from a conversation between grant schofield he's a professor and dr karen zinn who's a nutritionist And I asked them specifically if I could play this bit of audio and video because they break down food. They break down nutrition. 
from one side to the other. Think about it like politics, far left, far right. You've kind of got vegan on one side and carnivore on the other. Both kind of yin-yang against each other. But there's this whole spectrum in the middle. And no one kind of talks about it. They just talk about it from their belief or their ideology and what they believe. And I, I think that um, you know, if you replace the word food with people, it would be very complicated to explain this stuff because we're all different. But you know, when it comes to food, we all have an opinion, we all have a thought. And I thought this episode was an awesome one to just break down. Let's go through it. What is it? What is being a vegan? What is being a vegetarian? What is being a, a keto person? And very rarely I hear people talking about the spectrum of food. So I thought I'd bring you this special episode today. I want to thank everyone for watching. I want to thank Dr. Grant Schofield, Professor Grant Schofield and Dr. Karen Zinn for letting me use this bit of information and blowing my mind and hopefully blowing yours too. And yeah, I just want to say uh, thanks again for being part of the journey. It really is a pleasure to make this content each and every week, releasing the podcast on Wednesday on YouTube and on my Anchor page and on Spotify and Google Podcasts and all those places. So if you dig the podcast, please give it a like, please leave a subscription, no, please leave a comment, what do you call it, review in the iTunes and all that kind of stuff. That would be super awesome. Okay team, enjoy the episode and we'll see you next week for, yeah, more mind-blowing conversations. We live in a world that encourages us to remove ourselves from the human experience. Whether it's looking at our phones too long, forgetting how to talk to someone face-to-face, -face, or just straight up giving in and convincing ourselves that a chicken nugget is actual food. It's not food, it's silence. I don't know about you, but this freaks me out. So I've started a podcast, my antidote to this silliness. It's time to blow our minds. My name is Will Fleming. Welcome to my podcast, Please Blow My Mind. It's Grant Schofield here, and I'm here with Dr. Karen Zinn, our PhD registered dietitian. Hi, Karen. Hi, Grant. How's it going? Good. And we're looking at all the different diets that are out there. There's a big range. Yeah. What have we got? Yeah, so we've got... We have got a wide range and you know on the one end we've got the low fat diet um, and on the other end of the spectrum we've got the low carb healthy fat or low carb high fat and the keto diet um, and we've got paleo that fits in there as well and we've got the range of vegetarian eating so that comes from you know vegetarian lacto over vegetarianism right through to vegans mediterranean oh, of course mediterranean fits in there yeah, too yeah, yeah. Okay. absolutely so let's let's have a look at the one at a time why don't we start with low fat what's that all about yeah so the low fat diet is is really um has a central principle of eating foods that um have a low fat content so when you look at dairy products making sure that um, you have low fat milk and low fat yogurt and low fat cheese and when you look at your animal products it's choosing lean versions of your meats and your chicken and your, and your fish it's making sure you take the skin off the chicken you cut the fat off the meat um, and when it comes to fats and oils themselves it's making sure that you use very small amounts in your cooking and, and even a spray um, you know when you when you're cooking your foods just to keep your overall fat content of your diet um, yeah low and the, the idea of course is that fat has twice the calories or just more than twice the calories of, of carbs and protein it's a good way to get your calories down absolutely so if you, have a, if you have a low fat diet you 
you can typically have a low calorie diet and that's that's the drive in that direction and an emphasis on fruits and veg um, there is an emphasis on, on fruits and veg and I guess when you are eating um, foods that have a low fat content you, you have to get your energy from somewhere so you'll be eating foods that have protein and carbohydrates so you know your healthy whole grains, breads and cereals um, and then your fruits and vegetables and your lean meats come in there too as the rest of your foods. And what's What's that going to look like in practice? Let's just go for breakfast. Yeah, so breakfast might be um, some whole grain uh, bread or toast with, uh, if you're using avocado, which is a high fat food, you probably just want to put a little little scrape on there. Um, or you could you could do something like poached eggs on there, but you wouldn't want to cook them in, well, they're poached, so they're in water, but you wouldn't want to add much fat to that. Or you've got a low fat cereal with low fat uh, fruit yogurt or uh, low fat milk. Okay. Next on the list, yeah. Mediterranean. Yeah, so the Mediterranean diet is, is an interesting one. And I think uh, when you look at the definition of the Mediterranean diet, what you see on paper is not always what you see um, when you are in the Mediterranean countries th themselves. So um, what that looks like is a little bit like the low-fat diet, but with a liberal um, use of olive oil. And, and olive oil is the sort of dominant feature of the Mediterranean diet. Um, and um, other foods that are higher in healthy fat that, that feature include things like um, avocado and nuts and seeds and, and fatty fish. So that's the sort of um, academic definition of the Mediterranean diet is basically a low fat diet, but you're adding nuts and seeds and liberal yeah, olive oil. Yeah. Yeah, 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 pretty much. The rest of it is, is the same. There, there is a, sp a specific mention of whole grains and, and legumes in the Mediterranean diet as well, but I guess yeah. th that features in low fat but too. But you're still trimming your the fat off your... You, you are. So, so the Mediterranean diet still has an emphasis on low saturated fat, which is typically your, your animal fat. Um, and, and actually, when you go to the Mediterranean countries, it doesn't actually play out like that. They, they don't tend to do it like that. But the, the textbook definition is keep saturated fat intake, um, you know, to a minimum. So yeah, we'll mm. see, and actual Mediterranean people are probably leaving the fat on their chicken and, <laughs> that is and, what is happening. and pork and beef and whatnot. For okay. sure, yeah. Um, okay, moving along then, uh, paleo, what's paleo? Yeah, so paleo is, is really just a, a philosophy that um, indicates that the food that you eat has got to be uh, minimally processed. So it, it doesn't really have a, a bias towards you know, fats, carbohydrate or protein, it's just looking at um, whole foods. The the kind of original paleo description was um, was an exclusion of things like grains and dairy products and legumes. Uh, On the basis that they probably didn't exist prior yeah, to agri yeah. agriculture. Yeah, and, and our bodies might not be designed to, to handle them. Um, the more kind of modern paleo is if you can tolerate dairy, have it. And if you want your legumes, you just need to soak them overnight and... Um, and put them in the format that sits better with you. But again, the overall philosophy is, you know, uh, uh, fruits and vegetables, uh, meats, um, and, and various proteins, and uh, nuts and seeds and fats and oils. Basic low human interference diet. Exactly, and, and that's, the, that's the key defining factor of paleo, is that it's a, it's a philosophy of whole unprocessed foods. Mm. So what's a paleo breakfast? So a paleo breakfast, um, I guess, would be eggs with vegetables, like, like an omelette. Uh, that, that would be a classic paleo breakfast, a minimal, minimal processing um, from there. You can take your eggs from your chickens out of the backyard and um, you can put it in a pan with, with some vegetables that you picked from your garden and cook it in some, some butter that you've got from your cow. <laughs> 
Low carb, healthy fat, or yeah. high fat sometimes it's called. Yeah, so, so low carb healthy fat is, is a specific exclusion of carbohydrate sources. And uh, the rule is to keep your carbohydrates under a certain amount. Um, could be 150, could be 100, depending on what definition. Grams you of carbohydrate. After. Sorry, yeah, grams of carbohydrate per day. Yep. So, um, with with a higher fat content and a moderate uh, protein content. So, what does that mean in practice? Like, what are a slice of bread? How many grams of carbs does yeah, a slice of bread? So, have? a slice of bread can range from you know fifteen to thirty grams of carbs. And while one slice of bread every now and again is not going to um, you know do too much damage if you can tolerate bread, it's the overall carbohydrate load on a daily basis that you want to keep. Low. You're not going to have sandwiches for lunch. You're not going to have sandwiches for lunch. You're not going to have pasta and rice for dinner. You're not going to have breakfast cereals. You're not going to have muesli bars and crackers. Um, th things like You're that. You're probably not oh. going to have much sugar. No, no, and of course refined sugar and um, you know fizzy drinks and, and sweets and, and things like that. You're yeah. going to keep to a minimum. Um, it also comes with a philosophy of, of whole unprocessed foods. So it's looking at good quality carbohydrates. Whole foods. Okay, and then you push further into low carb and then you're talking about the ketogenic diet. Yeah, so the keto diet or the ketogenic diet is really the extreme end of low carb healthy fat. So everything is almost identical apart from the fact that you keep your carbohydrate under 50 grams of total carbohydrate per day. Um, and yeah, that's the idea then that you're trying to generate this nutritional ketosis. That's the, the yeah, that, 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 is the, that is the goal of the keto diet, is to get you into nutritional ketosis. And um, a key way to do that is, well, one of the key ways to do that is to, is to keep your carbohydrate as low as you possibly can. Um, but of course, you, don't, you want to make sure you get lots of non-starchy vegetables in there um, for your micronutrients. Um, keto dinner. Keto dinner, you know, it's really interesting because people think a keto dinner is like, oh, so special. But it's just protein and vegetables. Um, you know, so a, a piece of chicken or a piece of meat with, you know, a good variety of, you know, cauliflower, broccoli, green beans, mushrooms, uh, a, a bit of onion, um, cooked in a liberal amount of fat. So that could be, you know, butter, could be olive oil, could be coconut oil, could be, could be lard. But there is a, there tends to be a, a good dose of fat in there. Right. Okay, now we're moving into this whole range of, I guess, the broader term is flexitarianism in a sort of scientific sense, but we're just talking about um, people avoiding animal products to uh, some extent. Mm, yeah. What was that about? So that's, um, there, there, is a, there is a range, and we'll, we'll, start with, um, we'll start with a vegan, and a vegan typically uh, excludes all animal products, so meat, fish, chicken, eggs, and dairy products. So it's the most restrictive um, dietary system out of the vegetarian spectrum. Then you've got your, um, your ovo-lacto-vegetarian and your lacto-vegetarian. So ovo-lacto means um, eggs and, and lacto coming from lactose and milk. So they, they, will they, have those. they will have those. So if you see it in the, in the name, um, you eat it. Yeah. Um, lacto-vegetarian um, is you exclude all the, the animal uh, products apart from dairy. Pescatarian? Pescatarian, so pescatarian is when you, um, when you eat fish, but you don't eat any other of the, of the animal products. Yeah, and... Can, um, you, can, and, can, and what, can you be a vegetarian if you're eating meat sometimes? Well, <laughs> it depends who you talk to, uh, really. There is a, a, a word that I've come across recently called a reducitarian, and, um, and that means that you just reduce your intake 
of meat uh, for various reasons. So, so I guess I guess you could describe yourself as as being a pseudo vegetarian. Um, you know, when yeah. it suits for various reasons. Okay, and uh, so good, good vegetarian dinner. Let's go for that. So a good vegetarian, again, it depends what, what type. If you're eating eggs, you know, a, a nice big um, quiche or omelette would be, would be really good. Yeah. Uh, but typically you would get your, your protein from plant sources. So things like legumes and chickpeas would be a, a, a good way to get your, your plant protein. Um, or you can use things like tofu or tempeh as your, as your kind of um, animal protein equivalent as your main component of your meal. And of course, having that with, with um, vegetables cooked in healthy fat with nuts and seeds there too would, would up the protein too. So I guess we're talking about, that, that pretty much wraps it, doesn't it? Um, I guess we've still got that overlay of what defines a healthy diet as going to have whole food. Yeah, absolutely. Unprocessed food, probably going to be low in sugar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think you, you can actually eat across the spectrum um, in that way. You can have a healthy focus of whole unprocessed food across that spectrum. Cool. Next up, we're going to look at the actual clinical trials where these different ways of eating go head to head against each other. And we can see what works best for who under what circumstances. Yeah, good. Just quickly, before I do my big ask, let me tell you a bit about me. My name is Will Fleming and I'm almost 38 years old. I love my family and my job as a video creator. I'm slowly turning into a grumpy old man who can't tolerate how society is being oversimplified and undercomplicated because people can't be bothered looking up and saying hi. Get off my lawn. So my plan is to have more awesome conversations with amazing people inside a caravan built in a mobile podcast studio and that's where I need your help. <sighs> so let me break down my big idea a little more. It's a mobile podcast live stream caravan. Imagine a road with a caravan. And inside that caravan on a road is a podcast studio with two beautiful people. You see, we don't need more clickbait, short form, oversimplified, oversimplified, chicken nugget type content of one size fits all. What we need is long form, interesting content that puts the human back into the internet. But I need your help. I need your help, bro. And it all starts by building this mobile studio and thanks to the magic of dad science, I've worked out exactly what I need. I need... One million dollars. <throat> I need you to help donate what you can to raise $10,000 to buy an old caravan, do it up, and invite you on a road trip of ideas that will blow your mind. Whoa. The question I have is, will you back me up? Will you help me? If the answer is yes... Yes! 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 Then please click on my Give a Little page and donate what you can to make this dream come true. Do it! Just do it! Okay, catch you later.